2020, 2021, and 2022 have all been weird years, but today I wanna share with you a few things to look out for for 2023. By the way, if you get value from this video out there, give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. Number one, I call this year, it's a word, the year of investigations. You're gonna see 2023 being a lot about investigations. What kind of investigations? Sam Bankman freed from FTX. Hunter Biden, since Republicans got the House now. Trump's gonna be more investigation going. It's gonna be investigation after investigation after investigation until eventually, politically, both sides are gonna be like, hey man, can we just stop all of this investigation because it's all retaliation right now, but I don't think it's gonna stop this year. It's gonna be one of those weird years. You're gonna hear a lot of Hunter Biden, a lot of Trump, a lot of SBF, and I think a lot of other people that are gonna be investigated this year because that's one way of bullying and revenging your enemy, and there's a lot of that going on in 2023. Get used to saying the following. Two things are gonna matter, made in America, but also made in India. A lot of people are gradually gonna go away from China realizing how much they control manufacturing, all this other stuff, that slowly you hear companies like Apple, well, you know, we're still gonna do a little bit of our stuff in China, but they're moving to India. You're gonna hear a lot of Microsoft, other organizations going to India, so the value, you're gonna see a lot of that stuff going from made in China to made in India, and more companies are gonna brag about the fact that our clothes are made in America, our phone is made in America, our this is made in America. That transition will be taking place, which means India is gonna be going vertical and economically, if they do it right and keep investing into education, that economy is gonna be growing the next year, two years, three years, four years, five years. Next one, China's gonna have a rough year because it's just gonna be challenging for them. No matter what they're talking about, they're not making a lot of good decisions. They're starting to get people from both sides, from political aisles, from the left and the right, now challenging their positions. They're trying to play aggressive, hey, stay out of the way, but there's some protesting. This is not usual for China, for this to be taking place. The people are starting to get sick of the amount of controlling that they're having, that this is not a good look for them. So it's gonna be a rough year for China in 2023. I think it's fair to say last 12 months have been very scary for the average investor, whether it's inflation, interest rates, gas prices, home equity value, all this stuff that's taking place. I mean, some of the numbers, the average investor this year lost roughly 44%. The 60-40 portfolio that's been used for many, many years is down 34%. It's worse in nearly 100 years. As a result, there's been a lot of investments into alternatives by some of the biggest players in finance. Institutions allocating 30 to 50% of their assets to alternatives. Retail investors are following suit. McKinsey projects the retail share has potential to more than double the next three years. So what alternatives are they looking into? Goldman names fine arts as a way to help protect purchasing power. It has a correlation of less than 0.3 to any other major asset. And even Morgan Stanley reports the average piece of fine art is selling for 26% more at auction compared to this time last year. So the company Masterworks allows you to buy into these multi-million dollar pieces of art, but buying fraction, kind of like buying a stock into Apple, you're buying a stock into the same multi-million dollar art. They qualify each offering with the SEC, which you can find at the EDGAR Edgar database at sec.gov. Over 600,000 users, over $650 million in art. So in other words, let's just say they sell a painting that you invested in, whatever the return is, you get a piece of that return. That brings them to seven exits this year, ranging from nine to 36% net internal rate of return. And that's a real number, by the way, but remember, Masterworks deals in over a half a billion dollars of physical art from legends like Picasso, Banksy, but not NFTs. We've also linked to Masterworks SEC offerings, circuit 
particulars in the description and they can also be found at scc.gov. However, the thing, obviously there's a lot of interest for what they're doing. People are interested in this and there's a long waiting list. However, due to valuetainment, if you go through the valuetainment link, you can skip the waiting list process. I'm gonna put the link below, click on a link. If this is something you wanna consider investing in, for the next six, 12 months as an alternative investment, I highly recommend you go learn more about Masterworks. Point number three goes into point number four. Do not be surprised if in 2023, point, TikTok gets banned in the US the way it was banned in India and a couple other countries. Don't let that surprise you. Americans from both sides, again, are not trusting TikTok. This is going to be a big pain for a lot of people that build their brand purely around TikTok they're gonna have to adjust to go to Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Obviously, this is a bigger opportunity for Twitter, but you're gonna see something happening with TikTok. It can happen like this. And by the way, if it doesn't happen in 2023, it's most likely gonna happen in 2024. Interest rates are not gonna slow down anytime soon, although they may in Q2 or Q3, my prediction, because if Jerome Powell decides to all of a sudden go up a point to just kind of shake everything up and see inflation drop and then to go back to half a basis point increases or quarter of a basis point increase, it's gonna keep doing that, but that interest rate is not gonna be slowing down anytime soon till Q2, Q3 which all that means is real estate is about to take a hit. It already has in 2022, but it's gonna get worse and ugly in 2023. That season is coming and it's gonna be challenging for a lot of people in the real estate industry. The real estate people are saying the following, I think this is gonna be a flat year. What they're trying to say is the market's gonna go down. If experts in the real estate industry are saying it's gonna be a flat year, just take 20% and drop it, minimum. That's what's gonna happen. My opinion, I may be wrong again in 2023. All that means is they're finally gonna say we are in a recession, so get used to the word recession actually being said by the government. The reason why they say that is because 2023 is the year where you're really gonna see the amount of ugly things that was going on in 2022 that was hidden or kind of manipulated because of midterms. You're gonna actually see that stuff raw in 2023, which means you may actually hear our president say we are in a recession and use words as soft landing a lot in 2023, but a recession will be here very soon. High likely at 70% plus chance, recession is gonna be here in 2023. Next one, I was having dinner with David Solomon, the CEO of Goldman Sachs last week in Miami, and I asked him a question and I said, hey David, I know every year we have a different uh, number that comes up. Some years we talk about interest rates, inflation, you know, crypto, this, this, that. No one's talking about unemployment rate because right now it's at 3.3, 3.2, Where are you guys with what's gonna happen with unemployment next year? And you heard him say, well, we're thinking it is gonna be a number. Some of them said 4.3, 4.4% is where unemployment's gonna be next year in 2023. I think it could very likely be higher than that. You're hearing a lot of different stories with companies not only freezing, firing, going out, they're hurting. And it's being felt. Everybody at my table, at that event with Goldman Sachs, it was a small event with 30, 40 of us. Everybody at my table said they're either laying off, firing, or only keeping the employees that are going above and beyond. That was everyone at my table who all run a good-sized business for themselves. So from Q2 on, you're gonna hear the word unemployment numbers, unemployment numbers, unemployment numbers, instead of being inflation, inflation is gonna be replaced by unemployment. So you're gonna see our politicians and presidents saying, even though unemployment is high, we have never seen inflation drop the way inflation has dropped. So they're bragging about unemployment right now. Nobody wants to talk about inflation. Inflation, next year they're gonna brag about inflation and no one wants to talk about unemployment. You'll see that shift 
taking place Q2, Q3 of next year. Around Q2, Q3, people are going to start saying, I'm running for office to be a president. So get used to the campaigning part. You're going to see, again, numbers for CNN and Fox and MSNBC going back up because it's the season for them. Super Bowl is around the corner for politics in 2024. And this is when people start saying, I'm going to run, I'm going to run, I'm going to run. So it should be an entertaining year with people announcing their run for office. It'll be very interesting to see if there'll be any wild cards. I got some ideas about some wild cards, but we'll see what's going to happen. 2023 is going to be a rough year for the Iranian government. Here's why. They have been imposing their power and bullying for way too long. And women finally said, we're sick of it. Masa Amini, when she passed away, the amount of protesting that started, a lot of people said, well, it's going to slow down. That became worldwide. And it was protesting all over the world. And then Iran came out and said, well, let me, if you, if you guys continue to do this, we're going to execute some of you. And they did. And they did publicly hanging a 23-year-old Majid Reza Rahnavard, which they just did that a day ago. And then also at the same time, there are claims right now that they're giving death sentence to Iran's Amir Nasir Azadani, the soccer player who was protesting for women. Uh, uh, and the whole conversation was around the World Cup. They're saying they're going to kill and execute this man. If Iran continues to do this, this strategy is not going to work. Because the world, if they just sit there and watch and not do anything about it, I'm talking about different regimes, what they're saying is they're indirectly supporting this behavior. And if any country gives the Iranian government money, like especially if the U.S. gives the Iranian government money, all they're saying is we're okay with you doing what you're doing. We don't condone this. So it's okay if you're doing this part. We just don't want to get involved. Like Hillary Clinton recently said, we just have to let them figure it out for themselves. Really? In 1978, you didn't let that happen. You had Jimmy Carter and Kissinger come in and have Iran fall. And then when they did, we saw what happened to Iran and the rest of the world because your involvement of manipulating what you did in Iran. So hopefully, uh, I'm very optimistic that this will be one of the worst years ever for the Iranian government because I just don't believe the people are going to take it anymore. I think it's going to be a rough year for their government. So this is one opportunity Iran has to get democracy back there and make it a free country. Hopefully it'll happen. I'm not here saying they ought to, they're not, they they shouldn't do it because I understand how much of a risk this lies for the families and the parents. But I've not seen the conviction of the people today at the levels that we're seeing today. I've not seen it like this ever, at least not in my lifetime. Every year there's a few lists of names that I like to follow to see what's gonna be happening. I think this year we're gonna hear a lot of Rand Paul, Fauci, because I don't think they're going to be done investigating Fauci. This is not going to be a good year for Fauci. Fauci is going to be in the news, criticized constantly. If he was a hero in 2020 and 2021, he's going to be a villain in 2023, exposed with a lot of different things, especially since Elon Musk just bought Twitter and they're talking about prosecute Fauci. That's not going to be something he's just tweeting for the hell of it. It's going to be a rough year for Fauci. Republicans won the House. You're going to see a lot of that. I think you're going to hear SBF and FTX all year long. Investigation is not going to be slowing down anytime soon. This year, it's going to be a rough year for them. DeSantis, he's the leading candidate right now in Las Vegas betting. So he is officially number one. Then it's Biden and Trump. Uh, uh, Do not be surprised if sometime Q2, Q3, he announces it. I think if it's a close advisor to him, they're telling him the only way you're going to have a bigger credibility score than you do today is you need another black swan and then you need to make your decision properly again. And so do you want to wait four more years? I don't think he is. I think he'll be announcing. We'll see again. Outside of that, anybody Elon Musk hires, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if certain people move to want to go run with Elon Musk. 
uh, and Twitter. It'll be very interesting. It's as if he's putting everything else in pause. Tesla stock is down. Uh, you got some of the other stuff that is doing uh, fine, but I think that's going to be an interesting year where people are going to say, I want to come and run with you. I want to come and run with you. I want to come and run with you. So he's going to, anybody, you got Matt Taibbi, Barry Weiss, you got those names, but there's going to be a lot of other names that could potentially join with them. Some potential big podcasters are going to want to go to Twitter and run with them. Don't be surprised if that were to happen. I think if there's anyone that can pull it off, it's him. Bob Iger's name is going to be there with Disney, how he'll turn it around with Tim Cook. Will they sell to Apple? A Disney sale to Apple. Could it potentially happen in 2023? Uh, I think uh, there's a possibility for Bob Iger to try to restructure the reputation that they have. And last but not least, Newsom keeps saying he's not going to be running. I think this is a very big year uh, for Newsom to try to get in there because there's no way the Democrats are going to let Biden be the leading candidate to run left. I think after midterms, don't be surprised. This is going to be a little weird prediction that I'm making, and I may be very, very wrong. I don't think I am. Don't be surprised if mainstream media fully turns on Biden to corner him, to say the same way we cornered, you know, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Amy, Pete, to say, hey, everybody get behind uh, uh, Joe Biden to become the president. I think the same way they're going to corner Joe Biden to say it's time to step away and you need to announce it. And then they're going to give him a nice legacy stuff. But they do not want Joe Biden to be running again next year. Don't be surprised if mainstream media fully goes on the offensive at him, CNN, MSNBC, everybody, Hunter Biden, all of that stuff. Do not be surprised if that happens in 2023. Again, I may be fully wrong. That's why you call them predictions. It's not meant to be 100%. These are purely speculations on what things that could happen in 2023. If you got value from this video, give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. I got another video I want you to watch. It's titled, How to Plot Your Next 15 Moves as an Entrepreneur. If you've never watched that, click here to watch it. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.